Hi there, my name is Dan Enza. I'm a researcher at Altruistic, here with your policy pulse of all the latest developments in climate and sustainability policy. I want to talk to you about nature. Nature and biodiversity are rising up the agenda. Businesses and policymakers are realising that after climate, this is the next big issue because of the rates of current degradation of nature and its importance to the economy and our society. So there's been an interesting development recently with the Science-Based Targets Network releasing their targets for nature at the end of May. This comes as a very close analogue to SBTI and the targets that they set for climate. So you may have heard of the target for nature that came out of the Global Biodiversity Framework set last year of 30 by 30, which is to protect 30% of all habitats by 2030. This is a pretty landmark deal which effectively can act as the Paris Agreement for nature. With this new push to protect and restore nature and biodiversity by 2030, SBTN is providing the framework to let companies have a way of assessing their nature impacts and then setting targets to reduce that. So what do these targets look like? When it comes to nature, nature is far more complicated than climate in that climate can essentially boil down fairly easily to just greenhouse gas emissions. Nature is far more complex in all the different ways that different biomes such as land, freshwater and oceans interact with each other and interact with the different kinds of species that live in them. So the way that the science-based targets for nature look at this is to split out all the different areas that we'd look at to set targets for. So they're looking at land, water, oceans and biodiversity, also adding climate. If those are the five key areas, at the moment SBTN is only looking at land and fresh water. They're doing this using a five-step framework which basically follows the process to firstly assess your impacts, secondly interpret and prioritise where to act, thirdly direct measurement, then set the targets and disclose those, and the fourth and fifth being to act upon the targets and track progress for them. At the moment, SBTN has just released guidance for those first three steps. So diving a little bit more into that, the interesting bit is where this differs to how to set targets for climate. The key bit here is there's no equivalent of the greenhouse gas protocol for nature as there is the greenhouse gas protocol providing guidance for measurement in climate, which means that these early stages in assessing is all about actually doing that initial measurement of nature, which is quite a hard thing because there's all these different impacts. And as we'll come to see, the key thing in all of this is that nature is very location specific. So this is to say me using water in one location rich in fresh water has a massively different impact to using fresh water in a place where groundwater levels are incredibly low. So what ends up being important is where my activities are located and how that therefore differs in the impact that I'm having on nature. 
SBTN asks essentially for three different kinds of data. The first is activity data, the kind of activities that you're doing, economic activities, the kind of manufacturing processes you're following, and to have those spit out by the different locations. Secondly, pressures. This is a way of understanding the impact that you are having on nature. So this is things like how much fresh water you're using, how much fertilizer you're releasing into the environment. And then thirdly, the state of nature. This is to recognize that the relationship between the pressure you're having on nature is very different to what happens to the actual outcomes of nature because that system is so complex. So state of nature is effectively measuring what nature looks like. This is where the biodiversity element comes in. And SBTN asks companies to take data measuring the impact on species and species abundance in the locations where they have economic activity. So with activity data, pressure on nature data, and an assessment of the state of nature, we have three bits of data which are all highly location-specific. This is the main difference with any kind of climate data and ends up meaning that there's far more granularity in the data that targets for nature requires than we require for targets for climate. That's because we'll have to split out all this data both by the location of the impacts and the different kinds of nature pressures that we experience. So that would be splitting things out by how's it impacting land, how's it impacting fresh water, how's it impacting biodiversity, as well as splitting that out for every single location. So then what comes out of this is targets which will say something like company A will aim to reduce their fresh water usage by 20% in this particular river basin. So it's that granular. Every single river basin will need to have different targets for their fresh water use and fresh water pollution. And then similar for land land usage. So that's a quick look at the, the targets and the target setting. So how does this differ to SBTI's new flag guidance? On a first look, these can be quite similar because they're both looking at land use but they end up being really different in what they're measuring. So the first really clear difference is that the flag targets are only looking at greenhouse gas emissions. There's a slight separate thing on commitments to not have deforestation, which also comes up in the nature targets. But apart from that, nature targets are measuring the completely different kind of metrics on impacts on nature. So despite what they're measuring being different, what actually ends up happening can be quite similar in terms of data collection. Because in both cases, companies will have to collect data on land use change and fertilizer usage. Then there's also the TNFD. This is the task force for nature-related financial disclosures. This is effectively the equivalent of TCFD, which you may have heard of for climate. The TNFD also has fairly similar process to setting targets for nature in that there's the whole step of assessing nature impacts first. In that the TNFD and science-based targets for nature have collaborated and both recommend 
each other in terms of SBTN will provide the framework for setting targets, whilst TNFD is doing the slightly separate thing of understanding impacts of nature on your finances. They have collaborated, but still there's some slight differences in what the TNFD measure, which actually ends up being quite more far-reaching than SBTN. SBTN is only looking at direct operations and upstream, whereas the TNFD goes quite a bit broader and also asks companies to look at their downstream impacts and their financed impacts. In terms of the actual impacts on nature, TNFD also looks at air pollution, whilst in terms of understanding impacts on nature, TNFD also asks companies to understand their dependencies on nature beyond just their impacts on nature. So what does it all mean, especially for businesses? This shows nature is more complex and actually far more impactful than carbon. This both means it's more important to take action on nature, but sadly that is harder to measure. Despite this, we're already seeing some companies making steps. Unilever and Wholesim are already setting some internal nature targets. This is a big shift as the kind of data needed is far more granular than for carbon, both on a how spatially specific it has to be and also for the many different impacts across fresh water, land, ocean and biodiversity. People often say that we've got to a place with carbon accounting where we have to catch up incredibly quickly as compared with financial accounting. So financial accounting has existed for 500 years, carbon accounting maybe only for 30. Nature accounting then is the new thing and has maybe at best had three years, but is just as important and needs to catch up just as quickly. SBTN is effectively the analogue of nature targets for SBTI and the journey that sustainability managers have gone through in understanding SBTI means that it'll be so much quicker to be able to understand SBTN. So it's a big shift, but sustainability literacy is ready here. So the difficulty with nature and nature target setting as it is now is that more data is needed than for carbon. The data is worse and the data requirements are for it to be more granular. So a shift that we'd like to see here is more companies being able to invest in their ability to collect primary data and then be able to actually make some proper movements to setting targets and being able to act on it. So at the moment, Science-Based Targets for Nature has just set out guidance for being able to understand your nature impacts and get to the point of setting targets for it. They are currently open for a pilot with 17 companies going through the target validation process. And then we'll hope to be able to roll out this target validation process to all companies from 2024. Now is a good point to start looking at your nature impacts and get ahead of this so that you can get your targets validated from next year. Thanks for listening. Get in touch if you want to know more about nature impacts and setting targets for nature.